0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Overshadow,
1: Ah!
0: Part Two. Oh boy! After two years.
1: Sorry, I just had to get that out of my system.
0: No, you're good. I am very excited to be back. (laughs) This is going to be a ton of fun, and I can't (laughs) wait to kill some PCs.
2: Ah! No no. no, no. Well, How no, dare not you. it. <laughs> not I won't no, let no, it no. Goes, happen to no, me no, goes, again.
1: Let's go. No, we can't see Wesley, so we don't know if no. he did
0: it It was either Wesley or Hannah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, don't uh, wish that upon
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I've got a kind of a little uh, written up intro that I'm going to do to get us all back in the swing of things. But uh, before we get started, just wanted to thank everyone for joining us um you get our normal kind of pre uh what do you call it programming you get all of our pre programming stuff in the in the normal episodes i'm not going to belabor it here but thanks for listening to us we really appreciate it before we get
1: started i do want to invite everyone come join us over in the cast junkie server that's what you're talking about
0: that's what i'm talking i do
1: about. also want to remind everyone since it's been like freaking two years since we did this uh we have a guest for oh, this one you have I'm... heard of you have heard her already but let us introduce our guest
2: say hi nikki hi i'm really excited to be back it's been two years which seems like really weird because time doesn't exist and it also feels like yesterday but i'm super excited to be here thank you for having me again i'm I was going to say, I'm trying to know what happens, but I feel like that's really bad terminology. to yeah, use.
0: That. that's a <laughs> poor choice of words. Yeah. I'm
2: very excited to be here.
0: Yes. I, I'm going uh, to blame forgetting to introduce the guest on just the fact that we were sitting here chatting for a long time while my computer uh, was getting started. So. Yes.
1: Uh, by the way, for anyone listening, this is Overshadow Part 2. You will not understand what's going on if you don't listen to Part 1. So go back, scroll through until you find... Uh, overshadow and then watch, listen to the whole thing because it's awesome. It's really good, but you should you should listen to part one before you listen to part two.
3: Did the first overshadow happen like before
2: COVID was a thing? Was it that long ago?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. I believe I it was
4: actually. So. Yes, I think, I think it was 2019-ish. It was
2: like, no, I think July it was... of 2020. Oh, was it during COVID? Oh, okay. I think it was. I think it was during COVID, like during like the beginning-ish when it got really yeah. bad. That's though, just so weird to mm. think about that it was. Back then.
0: That long
1: <laughs> it's ago. It's been a very long time. Yeah. Regardless.
2: A lot has changed for all of us, I think, in that time span, yes. which is really yes, bizarre. Indeed. All of us have moved.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, We have.
0: All well, of us. None yeah, of us so are in the same place we were at when we recorded the last one. We yeah. are, we
1: we're not. Um, But yeah, please go listen to Overshadow Part 1. Um And uh Nikki, is he part of the Top of the Round podcast, which is a fantastic D&D podcast. You should definitely go listen to it. It's very narrative-focused. And it's it's just really, really fantastic. I it's highly amazing. recommend it.
0: Things are getting really spicy right now. I'm caught up. Yes.
2: I can I could oh yeah, I I want to say <laughs> things and I cannot, but thank yep. you. Yes, no um, spoilers. I feel the way, I, I'm sorry, I feel the same way about Thornvale. I love how narrative driven it is. That's my kind of story. So yeah, definitely. Things yeah. are also getting spicy
1: over here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like By spicy. the
1: time this episode comes out, you're gonna know what we're talking about. <laughs>
0: Yep Alrighty I think with that we are going to get back into it I'm not going to do much reminding of what happened last time Because my little intro here is going to do that for us Alright We begin on the crowded streets of downtown Seattle in the year 2080 Streets that are filled with life and commotion even at this late time of night Street merchants hawk various types of wares Vibrant displays and billboards relay the news or host personalized advertisements for the pedestrians below. Street performers execute feats of magic and skill, all in the hopes of earning some new yen. This is the upscale part of town, free from the destitute squalor that most of the city's inhabitants contend with, a disparity brought about by the oppressive corporate dystopia that exists in this day and age. Here, life is idyllic as people make use of wondrous advances in technology and live on the right side of the law while working their cushy corporate jobs. That peacefulness is interrupted when all of the displays cut to a flashing red screen that states, Emergency Alert, and cuts to the local news station. A male dwarf sits behind a newsroom desk and says, People of Seattle, we come to you with an emergency announcement. A team of violent individuals, likely shadowrunners, have just escaped corporate law enforcement after breaking into a meat processing plant owned by Kestrel Industries. Behind the news anchor, drone footage is being played that shows the dramatic escape of the team of Shadowrunners. These fugitives are wanted for trespassing on corporate property, destruction of corporate property, possession of a deadly weapon, armed robbery, assault, and murder. They also appear to have taken hostages. As the charges are read off, still images of the footage come onto screen, providing high-definition close-ups of the criminals as well as their names. Arrow Vane, Fluke Wren, Lucian Silva, and Zara Stone. These individuals are to be considered armed and highly dangerous. All citizens are advised to stay in their homes. The fugitives are fleeing in this unmarked GMC bulldog van. An image of Vanessa comes up on screen. And corporate and local law enforcement are mounting a pursuit. A reward of 20,000 Nuyen is being offered for any information on the current whereabouts of these individuals that results in their capture. The busy crowds had stopped to listen throughout the broadcast, but now we see people moving faster and hurrying off of the streets. At that moment, the van in question whips around the corner of a nearby intersection and speeds down the street, eliciting screams from some as many people begin to flee. Some of the more adventurous use their comlinks to take live video, while others begin to call the authorities and report the sighting. And that's where we come back. You guys are in the middle of downtown Seattle in 2080, it's full of just crazy technology and you guys are speeding away in this van fleeing the authorities after breaking into this meat processing plant which i didn't say in the intro because people didn't you know wouldn't know on the outside it was a secret facility housing something called project alpha Which was the predator? Big freaking bear! Yeah, it was the augmented life form predator human amalgamation. It was basically that
3: that that, that stabbed me, and then I I died almost in the first round of combat. (laughs) That thing. Yes, that thing. Yes, that
4: thing. But but we saved you. You were okay.
0: So that's where we're at. You guys are in the van owned by Wesley's character, Lucian Silva, who is a rigger. He jumps into drones and cars and stuff and kind of controls them with his mind. And uh, you are crammed in the back with all of his drones and the family of Russian scientist Mikhail Kuznetsky, who you were supposed to be extracting from that place and you kind of found out that it was a setup put on by Fluke Ren's dad whose uh, name is uh, Galen Davon, so that would be Fluke's real last name, but he has given up the family name for reasons. Reasons. I think they're pretty obvious at this point.
3: Reasons. <laughs> reasons. So Daddy issues.
0: I I, of course, assume that you guys are going to the um, the rendezvous point to, to hand off Mikhail Kuznetsky, right? Like, that's totally what you guys plan to do next, right? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Not, not really. Absolutely no, not.
1: not, not. That wouldn't
0: get you immediately caught <laughs> at all. We need to
1: pull over. <laughs> like, let's. we should have this conversation. Well, again.
0: so here's the thing. So you guys, at the end of the last one shot, um, which is weird. It's a two shot now. Um, you guys successfully escaped the corporate law enforcement, the corporate SWAT teams that Kestrel Indu- Industries sent after you. However, as you guys are speeding down this road trying to flee, you do see a different SWAT vehicle come into uh, view as it gets on your trail. This is what you assume to be local law enforcement. <sighs> so Oof. you guys need to still escape the authorities. What oh. are you doing? Oh,
3: lovely.
2: I love that. That's great. That's a, How many vehicles are there?
0: Right now, you only see the one.
2: And Fluke essentially, like, wrecked the others, correct? I did.
0: Correct, he did. Yeah. I was about
2: to say, man, like, I'm just going to do the it. same darn thing. I'm still take over this mostly car. dead, by the way. You've
1: been yeah. mostly dead
2: all day. So Arrow is going to look at Fluke and do, do the same thing.
1: Yeah, hang on. Uh, so, yeah, I don't remember how to play this game, like, even a little bit. Um, so All right,
0: so I'll do just a really quick... <laughs> just do a uh, quick, quick overview. Yeah, quick overview. So the way the game works is we are rolling dice pools. Those, those dice pools are made up of D6s, and you get more D6s based on your stats and some other modifiers, the goal being to have as many D6s in your hand as you can to hopefully get as many hits as you can. A hit is a 5 or a 6. So basically one-third of the time you should be getting a hit on a die. So in this case, the way that it works is it's usually a skill mixed with a primary stat. In this case, uh, Susanna was going I, to attempt. A, oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I thought would actually, it would tell me what it did yeah. when I
1: clicked on it. I it think that not.
0: might actually be the right one. No, is
1: it? Uh oh. I hadn't Uh-oh. told you the
0: roll yet, so that doesn't count. So, so. Okay, good.
1: I don't want that to be my role.
0: So the way that it works is you're going to roll a skill that is linked to a primary attribute that builds your dice pool, and then you roll it, and then we kind of compare the hits to a threshold that I give out. Um, so what you are attempting to do is uh, your character, uh, Tell, remind everybody what your character does. What is your thing?
1: Yeah, okay, so I'm a technomancer. I influence technology with my brain, and I don't need any other things to do. Yeah, I'm so like a magic there
0: is this, um, technology you're basically like a magic technology user, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, the, the way that the world works these days is there is this kind of enhancement of the internet called the Matrix, and everything you know electronic basically works off of it. They're all interconnected, basically. Usually, um, you can interface with that without any hardware, uh, which is unlike pretty, basically everybody else. So you, what you are trying to do is go through the Matrix and basically hack into this police vehicle so that you can take it over. Yes. So I am going to make you roll a cyber combat. Well, no, sorry, not a cyber combat roll, a cracking roll. So cracking is anything illegal in the Matrix, which is what you are doing. You're trying to take over a a police vehicle. So roll me a cracking roll. Um, you have a specialization in cyber combat. So you'll actually roll okay. your cyber combat roll. And that will tell us how many hits you get. Your threshold is you only need three hits. Yes.
1: Okay. I also have uh, something called complex forms, which are like special talents,
0: kind they're of. They're equivalent to magic spells, but instead of being spells, they're kind of you influencing the matrix with your with your abilities.
1: Yeah. Basically. I don't remember what I used last time, but I do have something called puppeteer, which is I can take I can control device action on a device even if I don't have the proper access level. Do you think that would make sense to use here?
0: That does sound like. Probably I listened dead.
1: to exactly enough um, of the of the last one shot to remember what my voice sounds like. Also, I have been literally thinking of this for like two years nonstop.
4: <laughs> True.
1: I've been planning what I want to do for a long time. Does that make sense?
0: Okay, so you still have to be able to detect the device, so I'm going to make this a basically a simpler role. You just have to be able to find it in the Matrix, so just make me a... I guess you could even do this. No, this would have to be illegal. So yeah, do a cracking roll. You can use cyber combat as your kind of enhanced roll okay. if you want. And you only need one hit. You don't need three now. Oh, goody. Because you can make the action. You just need to be able to detect it. I got four. four hits. Okay. So you have direct control over the... the uh, most, most cop cars actually have the ability to be remote controlled by a rigger. Um, <laughs> this one is currently not being controlled by a rigger. But there is a interface there, so you have hacked into this control interface, and you now have direct control over the police vehicle that is chasing you. Cool. Nice.
1: Um, I'm gonna crash it into a building. Yes. Okay. Preferably hitting a fire hydrant if I can. That'd be great. <laughs> With spray of uh,
0: well, water you have and control over this thing. I've already said you don't have to roll, so you do that. You, great. You get to do that.
1: That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. So, so basically, what happens is Fluke closes his eyes and kind of like leans back. Make sure it doesn't fall over, and then opens his eyes back up in the matrix. Takes control of the cop car, and then immediately just swivels it into the nearest building.
0: Yeah, anybody who's looking behind your uh, your vehicle right now, uh, the Vanessa, uh, they just see this thing make a pinpoint turn right into the side of a building, crashing through a fire hydrant. Waters gushing into the air. People are fleeing down into the down the street, <laughs> fleeing and kind of screaming in terror. Um, you actually. You actually see, like, one of the displays, like, on the side of the building, like, cut to feed of you guys, like, going down the street. Um, so it's clear there's still some other uh, tails kind of following you. But uh, So there's, like, a helicopter.
2: Huh. Uh, can I ask you a question?
0: You can, yes.
2: Okay. So, you know, like, my super hearing and how I can, like, change frequencies and stuff. Can I potentially, like, hear the frequency of however they're communicating about us?
0: Hmm. You might be able to. Let me just read that really quick. If you were close enough I would look. think that that's not outside of the realm of possibility, but I just want to double check what your cyber ears say.
2: Appreciate.
0: I'm about to crash a
4: helicopter, guys.
2: Please do. We need, to, we need eyes off of us.
4: If I wasn't driving I would try to crash it, but I have to drive. Driving is important.
3: I don't think I have any skills that are useful in this situation.
0: <laughs> you're also almost dead.
3: So. Yeah, I am also almost dead.
0: So... I found a single article online that said that um, under the right circumstances, people could hear radio waves, but they would just hear it as, like, clicks and stuff. But I'm going to say that because you specifically can hear higher or lower frequencies, yeah, sure, what the hell, you can you can hear radio frequencies. So. <laughs>
1: Ooh,
2: yay!
0: Yeah. Um, go ahead and... Where, so you're just trying to listen in and see what they're saying, right?
2: Yeah, I want to know if they're like, they're on the street, blah, 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 you know, like the radio chatter from, like... Authorities.
0: Yeah. Things. Okay. I will say that this is something that you have to really focus on because you're trying to, like, really, like, put your your user cyber ears kind of to the edge and, you know, to the edge of, like, what they can really do. Um, so it's possible. What I'm going to have you do roll is roll something called a composure test. And a composure oh test um, is specifically for trying to do something and, like, kind of keep your cool and focus. Um, so it's going to be will... Pl- willpower plus charisma. So figure out... Do I just what,
2: hit composure?
0: Um, is there one on the sheep? Yes. Oh, well yeah, nope. then just, just hit that.
2: Oh god! Oops.
0: Hmm. You, you know, I didn't one? actually give you a threshold. So what I'm going to say is with one hit, you can hear something, but it's very erratic and kind of like cutting in and out. So you can only hear every kind of other, every other word or less. So you hear fleeing, street pursuing all right uh car crashed
1: so i think fluke is going to like sit up after he like crashes the car and kind of like look around and says are we are we good are we what's what's the deal no. are we still no what's what's still following us
2: shut up uh arrow <laughs> is just like holding her temples and still trying to concentrate to see if she can hear something more than she can hear right now
0: you can make the test again but because the conditions haven't changed you would have uh, minus two dice that, that's like the rules is like if you repeat a test that you've failed you can try again but there's no change in condition you lose two dice i see zero hits on that nope. yeah you're, you're trying to well. really you're trying to really focus in on the stream as you're driving along and there's just there, there's too much kind of going on with You know what? Honestly, uh, Mikhail Kuznetsky and his family are probably kind of freaking out. Um, (laughs) They probably said something, but
4: whatever it was,
0: you didn't hear it. It was just enough to kind of cut you off and you have lost this this stream from the radio.
1: Okay. So I think Fluke is going to stay quiet for like a second and then say like, Do do, do you hear anything? (sighs) Not anymore. I lost it. And I think he's going to, like, run up to the front uh, and kind of, like, stick his head in in the front uh, t- so that he can see out the side of the van, like, out the windows. And it says, there's something... There's something still chasing us. Hang hang, just give, hang on. So I'm going to sit back down again close my eyes, and I'm going to try to find whatever's still chasing us, which I assume is a helicopter.
0: Okay. Before I have you do that... Um... I kind of want to explain narratively what's happening with yeah. our driver, Lucian Silva. So uh, Wesley, you're trying to sca- to escape the authorities still. Where are you driving? Where are you trying to go right now?
4: Well, I didn't, I didn't think I would have, uh, I would have occasion to use this quite so soon, but um, I, uh, I think I do because I, in, I asked Andrew beforehand whether or not my character would be aware of the not like the road routes in the city for entrance for entrance uh, entrances and exits to to different places and he gave it a feasible. So I think he is just refer- he is just thinking over like okay from where we are now where is the fastest way to to cuz we were in downtown. We were in the yeah. like we were in the city center, right? Pretty much. He's he's trying to get he's trying to find the fastest route to to further as far outside the city as he can get, he realizes that uh, it might, you know, for technology reasons, might become less. But that's fine because technology also means, in some ways, they can't follow us. And yeah, he's just trying to get away at this point. And of course, since he's driving, it it, it looks very much like he's in he's in rem he's in rem sleep. His eyes are flickering behind his lids, and he's just he can't speak. He's just driving.
0: Um, So what I'm going to have you do first, then, is uh, you're trying to use one of your knowledges about escape routes. Um, Let me just look at the skills really quick and just see if there's a major skill that you would use that that would link to and give you a bonus on.
4: I mean, pilot, maybe, because I am piloting the Right, so you
0: are going to do pilot ground craft for the actual escape. Actually, that's probably what I'm going to go with. I just want to make sure there's not a better one, but I think that's probably what it's going to be. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. So, the way that knowledge skills work is they don't directly affect the test that you're rolling. What they do is they give you the chance to have extra knowledge in that vein. So, in this case, like you're trying to find a way to escape. So, you're trying to use this specific knowledge of kind of warrens underneath the streets, maybe, or, you know, things like that that would kind of provide a better escape route than just going on the overland Routes In and out around the city, yeah. Right, so what you're going to be rolling, actually, is you're going to be rolling a memory test, which is logic plus in- intuition. Okay. Uh, so, because I have your sheet, that you is... You should let one of us roll. Nope, he asked me to do it. Wesley, ask us to do it. He, he, it's too late. He has already asked me That's to do happened. it. <sighs> I'm going to roll... You have a dice pool of nine. I'm going to crack out my dice
4: and roll nine. Otherwise, I, otherwise I look at my phone screen, and it's microscopically small.
0: No, he asked me. He still hasn't said that any of you guys can do it. All right, so this memory Keep test. Keep Andrew
2: happy. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. see, the threshold.
0: The threshold, honestly, is only going to be two.
4: I don't think I have that many um, for a dice pool. Actually, I might, but I didn't prep it, so. Well, right now, you've already got three hits. Okay, so. never mind.
1: Okay. I only saw one, so I was just like, reroll that one! <laughs> We're using this lovely uh, this lovely box that yeah. Wesley gave us.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So you got you the got nice the robot. three hits that you needed. Oh, if we didn't explain, it's because of Wesley's Wi-Fi is uh, Wesley's wi currently sucks. out. So it's a it's a
4: it's a horrible situation right now. But moving on.
0: Yes, moving on. Uh, you got the hits you need, so you know that in this region of the city, your best bet for escape actually is I guess I'll just call it the Warrens. So there is a section of city that is actually like old city like below the city streets so it's like completely different street structure from like past decades that has been built over kind of completely cut off from the light just you know uh not uh not at the same street level you know it's kind of moved over time we'll say maybe like rising sea levels or something like that but it okay. is still dry down there and okay. you know of an entrance pretty nearby that you could get to and get away from whatever is following you in the air right now. So, you know how to get there. Like you have succeeded in knowing the routes. You know exactly where you're going now.
4: Okay, I cannot. Um, I cannot interact with the others, but uh, I would like to think that in my rig or.
0: You can talk. You can use your comlink to still talk to other people via the. You, you should
1: link. tell us that because yeah. I, I have something I want to say.
4: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought I was completely comatose. Uh, for being you, uh, your
0: body is, but you still can interface with the matrix, so you can be like you know, typing on your comlink text chat, basically.
4: I think if, um, especially if uh, Fluke was just in the, was just in the matrix, looking for the, looking for this thing, and didn't see it or whatever that he he sees like very close by to him in like in echoey he hears there's a place we can go we just have to get there and and like it floats by him in letters in in, in matrix sight <laughs> all
1: right that sounds I, familiar fluke Fluk cares you say this and uh he says yeah just wait a second i want to make sure that uh, nobody sees this go anywhere um, and well then, I'm gonna try to take up. down what's following us.
0: Okay. Um. So once again, um, if you're gonna be using that puppeteer move, yep. Um. All you have to Cracking. do is locate it in the matrix. So roll me a cyber combat roll, uh, and you only need one hit again. Well, you you tried to look at it in the sky first, right? To actually put eyes on it.
1: Yeah, I assume it's behind us, so we can't see it in the panel van.
0: Yeah, are you trying to like open up a window and look out, or are you just trying to assume it's back there somewhere?
1: I can look for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the reason I'm asking because you're, you're, it's going to be a higher threshold if you're trying to do this without knowing I'll, exactly I'll where it's at. I'll look for it okay. first because
1: I can kind of see like the okay. angle of the like the um on the big screen, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I should know where it is more or less.
0: Oh, actually, that's a fair point. You know? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna reason that Fluke is probably better at 3D. Spacing than you are, so um, <laughs> almost
1: certainly. I think, yeah. The,
0: honestly, I already gave you the uh, the extra detail of the monitor, so yeah, you know where uh, you know where this thing's at. Go ahead and roll me the cyber combat roll. All right, he with one down. one hit threshold.
1: Closes his eyes again.
0: Four. All right, you know where this, and it is a in fact a helicopter. It is a news helicopter. Excellent.
3: A news helicopter
0: filled with completely innocent bystanders. I can have some fun with this one.
4: I don't think we care at this point. I just well, felt the need to say it.
2: Do it. Do it. Do it. Um,
1: do it. Fluke is going to take control of this thing, and he is going to blow out a part of it. Like, he's going to overload something so that it's, like, making smoke, mm, um, okay. and then he's going to draw a, um, a part of the male anatomy in the air with the thing <laughs> um, <laughs> and get it just completely turned around oh. uh, in the air while it's oh just plummeting God. smoke everywhere.
0: Is this a controlled landing or not a controlled landing?
1: Um, I think by the time he's done controlling it, they'll be gone. They'll be hiding. So that's his plan. He just wants to, to keep it, like, moving around in the air in a pattern, not being able to, like, keep keep control of them or whatever because it's like spew, spewing smoke from the front of it everywhere.
0: I just want to know for reasons if the crew of this helicopter is making it out alive. That's oh, all.
1: they'll be fine. Yeah, okay. no, okay. I'm, I'm not destroying anything. Um, You're just
0: making it overload and smoke important. and go now where it wants. I just want them
1: to draw something in the air.
0: Okay. <laughs> you said a piece of the male anatomy. Do you care to elaborate?
1: Uh, no. Uh, okay. No. Use your, you can use your imagination.
4: Okay, It's a nose. It's a giant nose
0: um all right so like once again you you have your move it lets you do this so you do that uh roll your damage soak roll against oh, yeah. that stun damage I let's see if <laughs> you I pass, pass out. out
1: after this <laughs> oh boy okay one
0: all right so you take uh 4 four
1: i'm not quite out
0: <laughs> you're one box away from I'm
1: unconscious
4: box, yeah. <laughs> oh man
1: I think as Fluke is, like, finishing this up, you see him, like, smile. I don't know if any of the rest of you guys can see what's happening, Um, but you can just see Fluke kind of, like, smile as he's, like, got his eyes closed, like, leaning back against the edge of the van, and he just holds,
0: like, a thumb out. Um, All right, so with that, you have stopped the feed. You can now see on any new screens that you're, you know, flying past that... The, the the feed is not on you anymore, and the the news anchor is uh it's actually the same news anchor for before. He's just uh, he, he cuts back to him. He's just like um it, it appears we're having technical difficulties with our uh, with our news copter at the moment. Uh, we will hopefully be back with you shortly. Uh, we will take a commercial break, and it cuts. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, you keep going by. Lucian, you are approaching that entrance to the Warrens. Um, Lucian, you know where you're going. You are approaching this entrance to the Warrens. I assume you're driving towards it, so I'm just going to narrate you there. You, uh, kind of duck and weave down some streets, and you come to a parking garage that you know there's at, it's like just a regular old parking garage. But If you go down to the very bottom level, there's actually kind of just like a... One of those like slide down doors that some people know about, and it's unlocked, and you can just open it up and go in, and it's just a direct connection to the Warrens.
4: Okay. Um. Would it require somebody to get out of the van and open it, or is it is it just like yes? Yeah, a... so
0: you would have to stop. You would have to stop the van and have somebody get out. It's uh, not tied to the matrix at all. It's it's all off the grid.
4: Yeah. So he uh he drives up to apparently this. You know, blank wall with nothing, and like a blank floor, and the others might look around at him, a little confused, and then he just he says to the to the air in general, S- someone, I don't, I don't, I don't care who it is, get um out out there um over by that wall, you'll find a you'll find a way to open that quickly, quickly now.
2: Arrow just heads out the door. If no one else moves, yeah, I think Fluke
1: would kind of like poke Arrow. <laughs> And well, I don't yeah, think Zara
3: is doing much of anything right now, except
2: <laughs> breathing. For Zara, <laughs> you're existing, alive, alive. thank God. <laughs> and it's about it yeah. at this point in time. It's
1: the best you can do
0: at this particular yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, like, like, uh, like Hannah alluded to, she was basically almost dead at the end of the last one shot. I think and I only had two
3: overflow boxes left. So I think I was only like two boxes away from being like completely dead. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I think we healed you a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, we did. We healed you a little. Um, okay, so Arrow cautiously gets out of the van, leaves the door open like a crack, and then approaches the wall.
0: Okay. Um, I'm not going to make you roll anything. Um it, it, Wesley, this is actually just like one of those like regular like metal like roll down doors at the bottom of this parking garage.
4: Oh, okay, um, I thought it was a blank. So wall. it's it, like, a secret it's, thing like it's
0: not like a secret or anything. It's just that <laughs> this parking garage goes so deep that people don't always go to the bottom, and even at the bottom, most people aren't trying to just open up random doors, you know. So, um, so yeah, there's this metal door, and you can you can go open it. I'm not gonna make you roll anything against it.
2: Thank God. So Arrow's just gonna open the door, and then. Uh, head back to the van and jump in and close the door like without a word.
0: And then I presume that Lucian kind of leads the way.
4: Yep. Um, we navigate so you have down. to uh,
0: you have to kick on your lights as you are now. Do we now... have to close it? Um you actually yeah, you would have to close it, which we don't have to narrate. You you get out again and you do that. And so. close it. Yep. You probably had him like move through before you got back in the car, so. You guys have closed back up the warrens behind you. And you are now making your getaway through this completely dark and kind of dank old city area. Um, as you're driving, you you kind of like come out onto like some cracked and broken like asphalt. And it's, it's still drivable. Um, Lucian, I'm just going to kind of roll this over from your knowledge roll. There are sections that are just completely unusable, but you know kind of the, the routes and the ways through um, on some of the, the better... Kept sections. Um, you're driving past a lot of old, old buildings. Like some of them are, you know, made out of stone that's kind of starting to crumble a little bit, but it almost looks like they used a lot of these old buildings almost as like supports. And you can see areas where they've like shorted up with a lot of like actual newly constructed like girders and stuff. But for the most part, it's, it, the streets below have been kept intact. And yeah, you're just driving past all these old buildings
4: who wants to art this uh, this whole environment right now this sounds awesome we've got a lot more artists now yeah we do I know yeah.
0: but you are having to completely rely on your headlights because there's no electricity or light or anything down here yeah it's all do I hear off. anything um That's a good question <laughs> do you hear anything uh yes. I actually didn't know yes, what Andrew. route you guys were gonna try to escape with Um, so I didn't specifically prepare anything down here Ah. but I would imagine that you probably you probably do hear some like talking just random snippets of conversation Um, there's people who need a free uh, place to live and this is it so (laughs) there are people living down here okay but if you're not trying to, like, listen for anything specific, um, you're also, like, you would have to... Actually, I'm going to kind of retract that a little bit. If you were going to open the, the window and listen outside, you're probably good, but you're in, like, the enclosed van right now, so...
2: Okay. But
0: you would hear something, yeah.
2: Arrow's just kind of going to, like, sink into the chair next to Fluke and, like, lean her hair ba- her head back and just, like, facepalm. <laughs> that was, a, uh, That was something we need to kill your father yeah but I need a drink first really at this moment in time yeah right now we're on the run we're wanted
1: hey you hey Dr. Couscous
0: you got any booze I, I, I do not Tell have no. much of anything with me now I so we're, do you know where you're, you're going to go I um I, I really still need some help getting away Jeez, man, um... Well, I we could...
1: can't give you back to the people who hired us, uh, because they'll kill you. So...
3: I think you're stuck with us for now.
1: You're just as screwed as
2: we are. Well, well I, um... Welcome to the club.
1: Yeah. Great
0: club. Yeah, um...
2: Not relief.
0: Yeah, this was supposed to be the way out. I, hmm, I don't know what to do. Yeah, well,
1: that makes, well,
0: I know one thing, but, uh,
1: that makes, um, he kind of counts like, I don't know, six of us or something.
2: Do you think they're aiding my apartment? Probably. I just bought groceries, too. I just bought, <laughs> 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 I
0: just bought some really good whiskey, so.
2: I'm also concerned about my bike.
0: Uh, my car is somewhere. I'm actually glad that the two of you brought that up. Do you remember where you left your vehicles?
2: I don't remember where my car is.
1: I don't. I have think one. my car <laughs> is at Arrow's house.
0: I I believe that you two got picked up by Lucian before uh, the actual heist day because yeah. you had been using Fantastic. your vehicles to kind of get around. So I
1: think I went. I think I went back over to to Arrow's house, apartment, whatever.
2: I think they're both at my apartment, which really sucks. Mm. They're gonna be compounded soon, so you know. Mm. Hurts of not owning a car. What's up?
0: which actually came up in the last uh, one shot when you just walked somewhere and they're like how did you get here I walked public
3: transportation I got legs
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got legs Um, so yeah you guys are So um, you're kind of all talking about what you're going to be doing and you just um, Mikhail speaks up again and he just says um, I I know I'm kind of stuck with you all now but I I would be willing to make it worth your while to continue to help watch over us until I can figure something out. I, I do have money. Oh. Mmm. What, like, hidden under
1: a mattress or something?
0: He just kind of looks at you, kind of confused, and he's just like, no, no, uh, cred sticks. I, they, they still paid me. All right.
2: Well, what's good our cred sticks if we're dead?
0: He just kind of looks at you, kind of abashed, and he's just like, uh, I know, I know, I just mean, uh, once we hopefully get out of this.
1: Anyways, hey Lucian. What? Can you hear me?
4: Yes. What is it?
1: Do you know if there's a bar down here?
2: Fluke. What?
1: I want to die well lubricated.
2: We are not going to die.
1: You've met my. You've met my dad, right? Like you've you've met Look my at father. Look
2: She almost died, and we are not dead, are we?
1: With one interaction with my dad. Yup. Hmm.
2: Well, we were not prepared. We can prepare. (laughs) How? I don't know. Arrow throws up her hands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can we prepare at a bar?
2: Uh, How?
1: I don't know, Lucian. Is there a bar down here?
2: Where does your father hang out? (laughs)
1: At his house. His big, well-guarded mansion.
2: So we blow it up.
1: That's, um... You know, I mean... I mean, you know what, I'd love to, honestly, but uh, that's, um, that's a
4: little harder than you think it's gonna be.
2: I mean, you think we're dead, so what's what's the problem?
4: Shen bar. That is not a place that I frequent, and therefore i uh, I'm not the best person to ask. Sorry.
2: <sighs> Tell you what, you stay sober till the end of this and I'll buy you as much drink as you
4: want. I'm not making any promises. As long as you keep it outside the vehicle, please.
1: I don't drink on missions, okay? This isn't a mission. This is my family trying to kill me. And everyone.
4: Oh, don't worry. We're going to to put a bullet through his head, believe me.
2: I'd like to slash him. I'd like to chop him up
1: on a meat grinder. (sighs)
2: So Project Alpha, huh? Apparently. They just wanted us dead. They put on a show to kill us.
0: Mikhail speaks up and he just says, well, it wasn't all really a show the the show is just more dramatically killing you all but the research is still real i mean
2: oh i know believe me i know
1: yeah i think i do think we all kind of know right at this point
2: yeah
0: although now they have all of that research still with uh no one to stop them from using it again
3: What's their long term goal with that? What are they trying to do?
0: I mean, it wasn't what I was originally doing the research for, but best I can tell is they're trying to corner the market on over the top exotic security forces.
1: They're trying to make money by making bare security a bunch guards? Of super freaks.
0: That, I mean, um, yeah. the concept is that a person would be grafted into the beast. So it would still be capable of intelligent thought. Which means that it could make choices and follow orders and so on. Although I don't know how they plan to control something like that.
2: How many died for this?
0: And you see just like this look come across his face and he kind of casts his eyes down, but he looks kind of angry and he just says, far too many.
2: So why did you save me?
0: I mean... I tried to save as many as I could. Um, it was actually after an event not unlike your own where they they caught me and didn't let me interface with the test subjects directly anymore until farther along in the process. You were one of the few that ever made it out.
2: Arrow just quiets. I think we're all probably
4: all a little quiet yeah. right now.
0: <laughs> so where's uh, where's Lucian driving everyone? Just kind of driving aimlessly through the Warrens right now?
4: Uh, well, I would like to think that he would know of, uh, at least a few bolt holes down here, not necessarily, not necessarily, like, his personal bolt holes, because that doesn't make sense, because he had his own living space, but, like, at, at least a place to go.
0: Hmm, yeah, I'm sure that you could find, um, this is a large area, so I'm sure you could find somewhere that isn't currently being squatted in. I'm going to make... No, there's no need to roll. Um, You guys already made your rolls to get away successfully. So, um, I'm just going to say you find an old bank. Uh, You find this big stone edifice. Um, The the door is at street level and was long ago crashed in, so you can actually fit Vanessa inside the big grand entryway of the bank. Which is not quite as grand. It's gone into massive disrepair, but uh, you can see kind of the old vestiges of grandeur and uh, you've parked Vanessa inside it's a nice open space with kind of some little you know individual spots if you guys want some privacy but it's a place to to hide away if you need it
4: okay then uh, I think he's gonna park and then he's gonna fully come to and unhook himself from the rig and say he kind of gestures grandly to the uh, to the sliding door and he's like... Home away from home awaits, everyone.
1: I think I'm going to step out, kind of look around at the the grand inside and then just kind of smile and say, surely they drank in here. See you
0: in a bit. And I'm going to go look for booze.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's literally
1: one of my flaws.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So Fluke uh, kind of wanders off to go find alcohol and he's pretty direct about what he was trying to do. Uh, what about, uh, the other three? What are you three doing?
2: is gonna roll her eyes and put her mask up over her nose to hide her face and then follow Fluke, like, 20 feet behind.
0: Okay, so you're just kind of following him, keeping an eye on him.
2: Yes, yes, I am.
4: <laughs> uh, I think that, uh, just because it's routine and it's, it's usual, uh, Lucian is going to... Once he's out of the rig, he's going to climb into the back of the van, surrounded by all his uh, different machines and bits and pieces, and uh, I think he's just uh, taking stock of, he's basically doing an, in- an inventory, and of course I know how much he has, but for narrative reasons, he's just going through being like, okay, this one works, this one works, this one works, this one doesn't work, this one needs work, you know, and he's hes using this as sort of a gather his thoughts moment.
0: Okay. Um, what about you, Zara.
3: Uh, I think just finding a place to lay down (laughs) I I need to heal more finding a
0: generally horizontal surface
3: a a horizontal area
0: so this um, uh, and Mikhail you see you're you're probably the one that's probably maybe noticing this the most maybe you and Lucian since you're still in the area you see Mikhail and his family like get out of the van at least and kind of stretch their legs Um, he and his wife are kind of like furtively talking back and forth with each other um, and they kind of like find one of the like the teller booths and kind of just kind of settle down in there, um, just kind of sitting tight, waiting to see what happens. And I think this relative moment of calm is a good time for us to do some kind of uh, like end of the job stuff from the Ooh. last one shot. Uh, okay. Some some like things that we weren't expecting to do. Well, I kind of was, but um, you know. Things that you wouldn't oh. normally do in a one-shot. You know, advance your characters and, like, move on and do, like, the next uh, stuff. So, uh-uh. Yeah, so I'm just going to talk through a couple of those things. So, um, the way Shadowrun works is you do a job, you get paid with however you're going to get paid, and then you're going to earn three things. Reputation, heat, and karma. Uh, reputation. Um, we are hot baby. (laughs) Yeah. So well, here's the the thing, like the way that the actual base game, like reputation system works is it's actually more of like the opposite of heat. It's like reputation is like the good stuff you do for the community. Um, it's how you're like building yourselves is like, maybe you're like helping the downtrodden with some of your earnings, or maybe you like rescue somebody, you know, like rescuing me, Kyle could have been seen as like a good thing for the community, you know? So like that kind of stuff, would be reputation, but it's more of, like, a really long-term thing, which obviously we're not really going to get into. And honestly, like, killing the guards, like, counted as, like, a negative reputation hit, even though that's, like, a normal thing you could do on a job. Like, reputation is more of, like, how does the local law enforcement see you almost? <laughs> or, like, regular citizens, and obviously... Well, I don't uh, think
4: they think very
2: highly what? of us. Not
4: good. Not good we're at We're
2: currently this their favorite...
0: Because it's not really going to come into play, I'm just not going to worry about it. I just kind of want to let you guys know that, like, if I was going to give you some reputation, it would probably be negative, just to kind of <laughs> dig dig the knife in deeper a little bit there. Um,
1: that seems wow. As far
0: Thanks. as heat, uh, once again, the base game system is good, but it's more geared towards, like, long-term play. So, like, if you have that positive or negative reputation, it affects the role. If you make the role, you're going to get maybe, like, one little blip up the track. And the problem with that is like right now, narratively, you guys are being directly tracked down by the local authorities. And that's not until like a couple levels down the track. So like, you know, no matter how bad your job went, like I narratively said, you're being tracked by the cops. It didn't really make sense to be like, you guys gained two rep and you're like, maybe starting to get looked into by the cops so i was like that doesn't really make sense so i'm just gonna do away it's with it entirely you guys <laughs> you guys are you guys like kind of uh were set up so yeah <laughs> all all rules are out kind the of kind of set up
4: entirely so,
0: entirely yeah. slightly it's not like i planned this from the start or anything no <sighs> and then uh, the last thing is karma, which is how you level up. So you spend karma to buy, you know, increases all your skills and stuff, and we did all of that offline, kind of our in-between last one shot on this one to prepare for this one. I kind of went over the sheets again, found some things that I, of course, we all screwed up because the system's kind of complex. We missed some stuff. Uh, So we did a couple fixes, and we also did all of our karma expenditures so does everyone want to kind of just explain some of the stuff that they did for their level up
1: i just want to make the joke that andrew did some postdoc work after his uh his phd in shadow run he yeah
0: i did about. some postdoc yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go um uh what did i even well i think i, I used my karma i think i used like all of my karma into making my cracking better
0: Yep, all you did was give I yourself did. So everybody got twenty karma, except for a clerical error that we found on Nikki and Hannah's sheets, where they actually had a hundred just sitting around from character creation. I yeah. don't know if that was just them yeah. forgetting to delete it or not, but I was <laughs> like, you know what? They're going to need all the help they can get for this. Maybe so that's sure, they can why happen. Hannah
1: died so quick. Maybe. Well,
0: actually, there's another reason, but we'll get to that when we get to Hannah.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Um,
0: A really funny one. Uh, So
1: yeah, I just, I threw all mine into cracking and I got better at illegal hacking stuff.
0: Yep. Um, Because with 20 points, the kind of like, as an example, like if you're going to increase a skill rank, the cost of karma is five times the new rank. So like, if you're going to make something go to rank four, no matter where you started, it's 20 karma to get there. So um, that's, that's all Fluke did. Uh, What about you, Lucian? What did you do?
4: Um, I actually took, uh, one of them I mentioned, uh, right at the beginning, I took, um, I used some of it to gain a knowledge skill, which I thought entrance and exit routes around the city would be very useful, and, yeah. uh, I spent some of it to include, um, I have, I have gained, I believe, two more overflow boxes for damage. Four, actually four more okay
0: Ooh. yeah so you got a uh, quality called will to live and you got to rank it. two of it and each rank gives you two more damage overflow boxes and what That's those good. are is like the way the, the system is set up is you have like a physical and a stun tracker and if you're phys- if your stun goes to zero you're knocked out if your physical goes to zero it starts going into overflow boxes and if you run out of overflow boxes you're permanently dead so that was a very smart pickup to give yourselves a little bit more survivability if you get knocked out from physical damage.
4: And then the last thing I picked was I had two, uh, I had, I had two previous contacts, one of which we met in the first part, uh, but I actually added a third contact, each one of which has their own, special area in which they know things so i'm yeah. not going to say that what was that like is, one of our but... corrections
0: basically yeah one of the things we found out that we did wrong the last time yeah so. um all right then so that's yours uh let's move on to nikki what did uh what did arrow get you had a ton of stuff <laughs>
2: yes with your expert assistance sir <laughs> um i bought out of my yes i bought out of my insomnia so i guess i can sleep now which is nice mm-hmm. uh I wish, I could, I, wish I could do that irl <laughs> yes. right
0: man this is um, like this is really like a fantasy game here what what i yeah. tell you like you just get wow. rid of your insomnia jeez
2: <laughs> I still if anybody insomnia. wants to take my money to help me never mind i don't don't pay attention to that anyways <laughs> um I took built tough uh which gives me more happy health boxes mm-hmm. uh and then I leveled into blades and unarmed and my whip because it's really cool and helps me do things. Yeah.
0: It's very helpful. The better lesson. you can get at the <laughs> things you're good at, the just the better. Yeah.
2: Yes. That was uh, and then I leveled up a few of my regular skills like perception and i think i went with stealth i am not sure it was one of those and because there were lots of things that needed to be done and then i literally had zero contacts so i made three of those
0: <laughs> wow. there you <we> go okay <laughs> <So> then <laughs> Uh yeah, some of these things were uh, fixes from last time that technically were always there, but that's fine. Uh, they just didn't—they weren't relevant the last time, so it's this okay. This is
2: so complicated,
1: yeah. guys.
0: Oh yeah,
2: it's fun, but oh my yeah, god, one thing super that fun I actually but
0: oh yeah, I love the lore, and I love actually do love getting to roll so many d sixes. That does take a lot of like understanding the book to to really get into it, but that's okay. Um, one thing I forgot to say at the start of all this is the base rules for leveling up is there's usually like a training time related to it. And I just kind of hand waved it away because like this is a two shot. I think it's a lot more fun not to get bogged down in that. And honestly, these are skills they probably like had, but maybe they're just using them, you know, like it's it's not really like anything totally new like it's not like one of them was like i have dermal deposits now i went and got <laughs> surgery to get dermal deposits because that's like a positive quality you know it's like yeah nobody true. chose anything that didn't make sense well, on so the run it's really yeah. just all like mechanic stuff in the background that that didn't really matter narratively so except for one that we're about to talk about uh so <laughs> hannah yes. let's start with your fixes what did we forget to do with your vampire stuff <laughs>
3: Yeah, so funny thing is, uh, apparently vampires have a regeneration ability where you can regain hit points at the end of every combat round. Isn't every that nice?
2: combat Every combat round. round. Yes, Hold on, every I...
3: combat round. That's nice to know.
0: If if That's you would nice. if you would indulge me, would you allow me to read this read this off, Hannah? Or yes. do you want to read it off? Uh, you of can two? read it. <laughs> okay. I just this this is mind-boggling. So this is like an option. She didn't have to pick this, but it was the clear winner. Like the other ones were good too. Yeah. But this is like the clear winner of like power options she could choose. Um. So this power allows rapid healing of most types of damage at the end of each combat round. If you have any damage on either on either of your condition monitors, make a magic plus body test. Add your body to the number of hits scored and heal that many boxes of damage. It's so like, what's your body, Hannah?
3: I think it's four.
0: So at minimum, you get four health back every, <laughs> every combat round. round.
1: Holy crap! Yeah. Wow! Hannah, wow. you just turned into the of like. Like Edward Cullen to Dracula. Well, but so hold on, yeah. it gets better. And this, the,
0: the, some of this is going to help it make sense for why this makes sense for a vampire. So, and it already does, but the, the ending kind of really drives it home. So you're going to do like first physical overflow, then physical, then stun. Uh, just some other not quite as important stuff. Um, regeneration can't heal everything. Damage to the brain or spinal cord. For example, a call shots of the head can't be healed this way. Magical damage uh, and such can't be healed. If you're damaged by something you have an allergy to, like wood or sunlight, you can heal that damage with regeneration, but can't make the regeneration test as long as you're in contact with the allergen. So, for example, if you stake a vampire through the heart, they can't regen. Yeah. So, yeah. That
1: seems to make sense.
0: So there yes. are some ways around it, but uh, it's pretty potent. So what <laughs> what we decided was, um, so she always had this, but it, it kind of didn't... Uh, really kick in until now well it didn't manifest till now because she used to have well i guess still has an ability called quick healing it's a positive quality so like narratively she's always had this ability to heal faster but it's never been this until she had this near-death experience like she's had now so from now on she can actually regenerate cool uh like she probably should have always been doing
3: yeah, I was actually like reading that most people who get like the vampire virus don't live very long, but like the longer they live, the more stronger and powerful they get. Mm. So I think it makes sense that her healing abilities have increased as she's yeah survived this encounter.
2: But just yeah. so you are Morbius. Actually, really <laughs> quick
0: before you go up with the other <laughs> yeah. level ups, I'm going to make you I'm going to let you make that regeneration test right now. <gasps> really? Because normally you can't, like, heal a wound more than once with, like, the, the med kit that Arrow used on you or the magic that I think you might have used afterwards. So, like, normally, like, you can only do it once, but this region I'm going to call a separate thing, so.
3: My body is four and my magic is six, so I'll roll ten dice.
0: Yep. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Wow. And you get to add four to it. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> I was gems.
1: like,
2: oh yeah. my god, a 3.
0: So that's four hits <laughs> right One, there. Two, so three, four. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I got four hits, so plus 4 that's eight boxes of healing. Yep. Excellent. I'm totally I'm totally healed now.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, awesome. all your nice. stun too. Well, I guess uh yeah. Yeah. Kind of doesn't matter. So okay. So that is a a per combat round thing. So the rest of the healing stuff kind of goes out the window for you because you're basically unkillable unless uh, people know you're a vampire.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Which, <laughs> you know, apparently pe- a lot of people know I'm
2: a vampire now. So
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> we're in a, a little rough situation here.
2: Do they just have, like, vampire on the screen, like, scrolling?
0: You guys would have noticed when you're driving down the streets up above that they didn't say Zara Stone, vampire. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, maybe it's just... a. Uh, but Testural. anyone going
1: after us.
3: Do you want me to talk about other stuff that I did for my level up? Yeah. Uh so because I had like 120 points to spend, I kind of got a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, I took vocal control and traceless walk, which I think voc- vocal control basically allows me to like mimic other people's voices, kind of. And traceless walk lets me like sneak better, basically.
0: It, it seemed so appropriate as a vampire, too, actually.
3: Yes. Yeah, like, it literally says, thematic. like, you
0: don't disturb dirt when you walk over it and stuff. Like, yeah. you just don't. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's actually an adept power, because we realized she didn't take all the adept powers that she should have taken, but mm-hmm. um, I think it fits very well with the fact that you're a vampire, which is cool.
3: I also eliminated my bad luck negative quality. Wish I could do that in real life. But I got <laughs> rid of
4: that. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: I increased my agility to six. I bought some cool gear, like a chameleon suit and gecko tape gloves, and like a grapple gun. So some exciting stuff there.
4: She's Batman. My...
3: Yeah. I could, the the gecko tape gloves let you like it says it comes with like knee pads and stuff for like your feet like as a full set so you can crawl across walls and stuff like you're you spider-man to the ceiling yeah <laughs> yeah and uh uh i got i got special stealth rope for the the grapple gun where if i hit it with a catalyst stick it like disappears like it basically disintegrates so there's no trace of it left so that's pretty cool very cool And then I added some specializations and expertises. Expertises, is that a word? Yep, I think that's my skills. So I made my pistol specialization and expertise. I added uh, my disguise specialization as an expertise, and I have the impersonation specialization now. And then I took the stealth skill and perception skill, which I didn't have before. So that's basically it.
0: Which definitely makes sense to have. So yes. it was kind of good that we <laughs> found this and uh, we were able to kind of crack some yeah. of this stuff. <laughs> so with all of those level ups wrapped up, I'm actually going to narrate us out. You guys are in this bank, this old abandoned bank down in the Warrens, which is an old abandoned section of the city below the streets. Um, you are there all together with Mikhail Kuznetsky, and his family and you have, for the time being, escaped the clutches of Kestrel Industries. Excellent. We will see you all next time.
2: Okay. Dun, 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 uh. dun,
0: dun, dun.